Good morning, everybody. It's a beautiful Monday. It's in the negatives, but if you listen to this, it'll heat you right up. Because you know what it is. It's the 2432 Podcast with Brighton and Will delivering that fire flame each and every Monday. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Any comments, suggestions, make sure to email us. 2432 podcast. 2432 podcast. 2432 podcast. So, Conor McGregor, the champ is back. Yeah. It's crazy that they just keep all of America awake until midnight just to watch this fight. Yeah. And pay to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the thing. I would have been shitty if I had to pay for that fight. Yeah. Shout out crackstreams.com. <laughs> Excellent website, by the way. If you ever need to watch football, basketball, I probably shouldn't even say it because more people are going to use it and it's going to get shut down. Mm, but crackstreams.com yeah. is where it is at, 100%. Are you the one that introduced me to Cody? You know what Cody is? Like C-O-D-E? C-O-D-I? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the uh, jailbroken, I forget what you would even call it, like program or whatever, where you can get any TV station, any movie, basically jailbreak your fire stick or any other device you have to get any media that you want. I mean, I, I may have. I'm not sure. A lot of people do it now. Yeah. So I'm like, my mom was just out of the blue. Yeah, I have a, I bought a jailbroken roku like oh okay they just sell them yeah they just sell them now that's so illegal and and they're just like hey but buy my illegal stuff on the side of the road for 80 dollars people are walking around with trench coats and a bunch of roku sticks and they're like they're all jailbroken what you want what you want i got it i mean it works what it is is just like um Instead of individually going out and finding each torrent or whatever, it just does it all in one. Yeah. Which is convenient, but I'd rather just go and search for each individual thing if I need it. What's that? There's this uh, VPN app that they put on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and one of the sponsors that he puts out, brought to you by whoever, and it was this app, and he's just telling you how to, like, change your vpn address so you could um watch different shows from different countries and stuff but yeah really it's just so you don't get tracked on the internet and you can do anything i used to use tunnel bear it cost i think it was like 60 dollars a year so i stopped paying for that but i mean it's good if you if you're super super concerned about privacy which, I mean, I am to an extent, but not to the extent where I want to spend $60 a month or a year yeah, right now. That is expensive. Yeah. And it slows your internet down considerably. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cool. If you're into that. <laughs> yeah, if you're into being anonymous. I just rely on everybody else to be anonymous. And then we all, like, swap terabyte hard drives on the boat. And we'll just trade what we got. And... I'm just a leech when it comes to that. Like I, yep. I am not computer savvy whatsoever. So, but I know how to click and drag and copy and paste. So hey, I can do that. Shout out copy paste. 
Hey, you'd be surprised if some people don't even know how to copy and paste or yeah. cut and paste. And that it's just is sad. Something that I never got into, and it's interesting, but I don't know. It just doesn't click with me, I guess. Maybe yeah. you just have to be taught it, or are you just self-taught? I don't know. I don't know. I think you have to have an innate interest. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just not going to want to learn that kind of stuff. I mean, it does. It's it's helpful, I guess. Like for me, I'm pretty computer savvy, but not to the point where like I could code. Yeah. I can't code. That just does not click with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because I'm just overall terrible at math. Yeah. Like I'm just garbage down. <laughs> I don't know. It just never computed with me. I have a fucking calculator. So any teacher that told me that I would never have a calculator, you can eat my ass right now. I'll bend over to post shit. That's the 21st century, though, so everybody's eating ass. Yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> you don't want to eat this ass, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I need a bidet. You haven't gotten one yet? No, uh, I really need to get one. You should get <laughs> it and then tell our viewers how what it's like. Yeah, I really should. A before and after. Like, before I was just walking around soggy ass. Yeah. And you'll just have to wait and hear the after. Jeez. It's coming, folks. It's coming. So I finally opened up the Lynchpin Are You Indispensable book, and it doesn't slow down. Like I no. just broke it open this morning and started reading, and it just goes and goes. There's there's like no pause. It just keeps going. I'm like, jeez. You learn about your lizard brain yet? No, nah, not yet. I just got, I'm just starting with the intro. And I got, um, I went on Amazon and got. Alpha Brain by Onnit. Got like a little oh, discount yeah. for that. And had a scoop this morning. I said I was having like with a light breakfast or whatever, but I usually fast until the afternoon and try and get a workout in before then. But um, That shit's going to tear your stomach up, dude, if you don't eat breakfast with it. Yeah, I got a little nauseous and then I was like, oh, yeah, that's why they say have a light breakfast with it. And then you get over it. Yeah, for me, I just shit my brains yeah. out on that stuff. I took it for a couple of days, and I did not eat breakfast with it, and I would, it would just tear me up. Yeah. So I stopped taking it. But have you noticed anything? Any effects? So um, far? right now the only reason I really got it was to wing myself off caffeine because I have been, I probably consume at least six hundred milligrams every day, consistently, like. Holy shit. Um, and and I would say I would just be like, drink water. It helps. But I don't know. I just don't drink water. You should still be taking caffeine, but a, you just wean yourself, but take, take a smaller dose. Yeah, I'm sure you get those withdrawal headaches. Oh, yeah, you're going to heavily at 600 milligrams per day oh, consistently. Yeah, yeah you're going to get a banger. That's just a lifestyle, man. Yeah. Caffeine is a huge market for the military. Oh, yeah. What are you taking those repits? Is that what you're doing? I do. Uh, I like the reins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you had Bang? Bang's pretty good, too. They got a lot of flavors. They got yeah. like this new coffee with protein in it, too. But for some reason, unless it's a protein shake, like calories, anytime I see calories, it I tend to avoid it because something about just drinking your calories, 
I don't have the best diet already, so. Well, bang is zero calories. Most of them. And then they have the, oh, the protein the, ones the that are. Yeah, yeah. So, really, it just comes down to ingredients and what's in it. You know what I do to get my caffeine? What? A pill. What do you take? Take a pill every morning. Uh, this is going to sound weird, but I haven't found anything that I like as, as much. But it, they're stackers. And it's not like the normal, like, trucker pill stacker. 200 milligrams. No, no, nothing like that. I mean, it's 150 milligram, but um, they're called extreme B12s. And so what it is, is like your daily dose times four of your B12 and your B complex vitamins mm-hmm. with 150 milligrams of caffeine in it. And those things rip. <laughs> I love it. I take one in the morning. Excuse me. My allergy medicine has not kicked in quite yet. <laughs> uh, but take one in the morning and it's good. I've taken two before, but it just like, I don't know. It flushes me out. It's got niacin in it as well. So, hmm. but it's, I like it. They sell them on Amazon in a big old pack, but I just go to the buddy station down the road here. Yeah. And, you know, all my buddies work there. So I forget what the pills were called, but they came in like a yellow box that they had a new school and everybody were ta- was taking these like 200 milligram caffeine tablets because I know what you're talking about. Uh, it started with the V I think. And then you had like your stay awake, uh, generic brands and stuff like that. But I can't think of the name, but everybody would be taking those on top of like all your soda drinkers, which you have a lot of people just running to the vending machines once uh, each class is over and just emptying them out, getting soda. Really? Yeah. Soda's so bad for it's you, It's so bad for you. And you could tell, too, because we had to wear our dress uniforms every Friday and walk down this spine to the Rickover building, which Admiral Rickover was the father of the nuclear Navy. So they had, like... The uh, school building named after him. And um, so everybody, every single class would be in their dress uniform, I think, until you got to power school. And you just get in your your ranks and march to school every Friday. And every Friday, it's like those dress uniforms were just getting tighter and tighter for everybody that didn't care about their, their health or fitness, which really... What new school comes down to is like you're just there to learn and be smart. Like your physical activity and your health is like definitely on the back burners. And if you lag behind and you're not at the standard of everyone else, then you're just in the school building more often doing like extra study hours, which I was on 25 tag fours, which means I had to go to school four extra nights for 25 hours so like a full day of just studying just because i failed my first algebra exam really yeah and i i haven't done algebra since freshman or sophomore year of high school and then i went to college and did like all the trig and calc and everything so i failed my algebra exam the next week we did a trig exam i did well and then you stop math and you go to like a basic mechanical stills, skills for machinist mates. And uh, I did well in that. You just learn about valves and tools and different 
uh, parts of valves. And then they were getting a lot of new recruits in out of boot camp. So I got ACK boarded, or it's called an academic board, where you sit in front of a bunch of Master Chiefs. I don't know if any officers were there, but Master Chiefs, Senior Chiefs, Chiefs, they just test you on what was my algebra exam that I had failed. And they just ask you a bunch of questions. You got to do problems on the whiteboard in front of them and then explain it. And uh, I did that and they're like, all right, I think we've seen enough. And my class leader, LPO, I forget what you called him, but he gave me like a head nine nod like I did all right. And I was like, all right, I guess I did good. And then they called me back in and they're like, we're going to have to drop you from the program. <laughs> You're so stupid. What? <laughs> my god and i was like on borderline of tears like i had just failed the first thing that i had signed up to do in the navy like i did i had done well in boot camp so i guess it wouldn't necessarily be the first thing but going directly to a school from boot camp in charleston south carolina super nice place to live and i had failed it and uh that was heartbreaking for me like i went to my classroom and i had to empty out my desk and my locker and uh, my instructor at the time, I forget his name, but he's like, well, how'd you do, man? And everybody in the classroom was there. And I'm like trying to hold tears back. Like, oh, no. I just shook my head. No. And I was like, thank you for, for everything. And thank you for your help. But uh, I got to head out. So I grabbed all my stuff and left. And then they set us up in... Um, this janitor closet basically we had muster every morning in this janitor closet and they would give us cleaning assignments to clean the rick over for most of the day until they let us out for the day like that was our job that was what the navy paid us to do until we had gotten transferred and had gotten a new job and uh that's where i met my wife was the janitor's closet like she was sitting wow. in this yeah <laughs> She was sitting in this spinny chair with these, she had these huge glasses at the time. And uh, I saw her, I was like, she piqued my interest right away just with those big glasses, big smile. And I remember just like mopping the hallways one day, just singing uh, the song by Calvin Harris. And she just like scooted over and started mopping with me. He was like, what are you singing? And then. After that is history. It was interesting to find that your wife yeah. from failing out of a school. So something good came from it. Yeah, that's I mean, the only thing good that came from it. We had a great, it was like three or four months uh, just exploring Charleston, South Carolina after that because we really didn't have any school responsibilities. So our day consisted of waking up, cleaning and then going out and exploring Charleston. It's a lot of fun. I mean, that does, I mean, that sounds way better than school, <laughs> yeah. to be completely honest. Yeah. yeah. She ended up getting the job that she initially wanted before you go to MEPS, you, uh, where you pick your job for the military. She wanted to be a corpsman, and she got a high enough score on her ASVAB that they convinced her to be a nuke. And, my story was the same, except I really didn't 
know what I wanted to do when I joined the Navy. I was just joining the Navy to do something. And they're like, oh, you could be a nuke. And then they sold me on it. And uh, obviously, I couldn't be a nuke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, they had turned uh, the old brig that used to be in Charleston, South Carolina. And a brig is just like a jail or a prison for people in the military. Mm-hmm. They had turned that into a barracks room, and that's where everybody that was and transient to another command or station were housed. So we ended up moving to the brig, and they just put us on cleaning assignments out there. But uh, you could do, like, outside duty or indoor duty. And indoor duty was pretty much you just sweeping and dusting, polishing doorknobs for from, like, 8 to... Two o'clock in the afternoon or four. I don't know. But you just clean mindlessly. And that was your entire day. So the outdoor people would just do like yard work or whatever. And one day we dug like a nine foot hole for no reason. And everybody's just chilling back in the woods. Smoking cigarettes and digging holes and just messing around. And that was our day. Like, it was fun. A little Stanley Yelnats over here. Yeah. Digging digging holes. Better than schoolwork. I'm just going to repeat that. Yeah. Honestly. And something good came from it, so. Yeah. Fuck algebra. Fuck algebra. Who needs it? Yeah. Nobody. I don't use it anymore. Nobody uses algebra. I don't even think people that are supposed to use algebra use algebra. Probably not. You can click. There's this thing that I have on my phone. I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called scan math, to be completely honest. You take a picture of it, and it solves it. So just take a that's picture the future. That is the future. If it's an equation, something you don't understand, take a picture of it with your phone. Your phone will do it for you. Yep. That's what computers are made for. You got a little, little electronic men in your phone that just solve the problem for you. 100%. With their little electronic hearts. Yeah, and their little electronic brains and... there's a lot of stories from uh the military got a lot of sea stories but what do you do what do you do with your day what do i do with my day absolutely fucking nothing right now nothing so to give you a perspective of how the trucking industry is going currently let's go back to january of 2018 i think that month i had one of the best months that i've ever had over $500,000 in revenue, okay? A little over $180,000 in profit for the company that I was working for at the time. Fast forward to January of this year, I'm at 0% revenue or $0 in revenue. Uh, It's just piss poor. Same company, like same loads, same everything. It's still oil, just absolutely nothing moving. Absolutely horrendous. So, looking to jump ship currently. So, I've applied to a couple things. The problem is, I've been working from home for a year. So, my schedule is pretty much, I wake up, check my emails, make myself food, sit here all day, just waiting for emails. Yeah. It's pretty easy. I have the freedom to do pretty much whatever I want. And, I mean, when loads do come in it's the easiest money i've ever made in my life i mean i can sit for 15 minutes for 15 minutes worth of work i can make 300 dollars. 
at a time. It's not bad. Like he, no, not at all. The, as far as time goes, it's incredibly efficient way of making money. However, it's not consistent. Yeah. I'm not paid a salary anymore. I'm just strictly commissioned. So that's a little rough. So I've been looking for something that's a little consistent. But damn near everything is like a rotating schedule, like not nine to five. Anything that's nine to five is highly desirable. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I applied for a couple jobs with the city. Uh, I really want that pension life. Yeah. Trying to get the nine to five or uh, there was one that I just applied for last night. It's just watch, just being watch at one of the um, down downtown uh, records buildings. Mm-hmm. But it is it's 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., but it's four days on four days off. So that's not bad. No, just four 12 hour shifts in a week. And then you have four days off. I'll take that. Yeah, that's, that's even if it is hours. thirds. I feel like I would love working thirds just because when you want to go out in the town and do things, like traffic is just non-existent, so you don't have to worry about traffic. You don't have to worry about an excess of people in the gym or the grocery store or anything like that. It seems like a nice life. Yeah. um, I, I worked thirds for a couple nights back at my old job, and it's, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool for a while. It takes a, a heavy toll on your body, though. Yeah. And people that work thirds live less yeah. than those that work a normal hour. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it may be just like you're just your body's not adjusting. I, I don't know. There's, si- there's some science behind it, it, whether it's you're eating at night. Maybe it's the amount of sun that you don't get. That could be it as well, honestly. Some pale motherfuckers. Yeah, my dad worked thirds for a good portion of my life at least, and now he's moved to first shift. And uh, me being underway, we could work any kind of shift because we're working 24 hours out of the day, so it's broken up into thirds just like most jobs here. And... um, you can't really tell like time is non-existent underwater. Right. So I don't think it has much effect on us apart from like all the stress of just being underway in itself. And it's always 70 and fluorescent every day. You probably minimize stress by not having to drive to work and worry about traffic or other people. So I actually prefer to be underway most of the time. Yeah. It sounds like a pretty fun time, honestly. I really want to do that yeah. excursion if, if you can make that happen sometime. We'll try. That would be fun. We'll try. I'll troll around that boat. I don't know with the amount of uh, free time we have right now. I don't know if it's going to be happening this year. but Right. I can wait. Eventually, I'll go on to shore duty, hopefully, um, if I get the orders for that. But. I'm going to per- perfect my semen jokes in the meantime. <laughs> Have a couple heaters with me. But what's uh, what's your ultimate goal as far as what would be your, your goal position in the Navy? That's a good question. I guess uh, Chief of Naval Operations. <laughs> the Damn. CNO. Secretary of the Navy. 
No, I think yeah. I think the sky's the limit. Really, um, I really know. Like, I had this goal sheet when I first showed up to the boat. I was a new fireman, just showing up out of A school. Don't know a damn thing, and I made this goal sheet. It was a five-year goal sheet, or actually, a four-year goal sheet of what I wanted to accomplish while I was on the boat, because. I just remember this quote, if you don't know what you're, where you're going to be in the next five years, then you're already there. So I thought five years ahead of where I wanted to be and just wrote it down. And it was like E6 or E7, um, going to shore duty as an instructor or applying to be an officer, uh, buying real estate, and then this, that, and the other. And so far, I've hit my goals. Um, so that was really interesting to look back on because it was like hidden. That goal sheet was hidden for the four years that was uh, that I was on the boat. And I just found it and was like, wow, that's surprising that just writing it down makes it that, that much more simpler. Seeing something in your own handwriting makes it that much more easy to accomplish. But, uh, it really does. The only time that I've done, we were tasked with writing like a, a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. And when you write it down, I don't know what kind of magic voodoo shit <laughs> goes on. But if you write them down, somehow you will will it. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very weird. I've had the exact same thing happen. I just wrote down my goals. I should probably do it more often, honestly. I have a very strong faith in in writing things down and having that mentality that as long as it's in your subconscious or in the back of your head that you're moving towards that one goal, then you have a path and a direction to pursue it. And the only other thing that you need is to just ask questions and ask for help to to guide you down that path and make your your life a little easier but it's it's totally doable i think the biggest problem is most people have goals that are that are too low and you end up exceeding your goals so it's just reestablishing over and over and over again it really is yeah but as far as what i want out of the navy um it's hard it's hard to say what i really do is just try and grind as much as possible and just be as good as i can be where i'm at and then wherever that takes me is where i'll end up um but i try not to put all my eggs into one basket and maybe that's wrong maybe it's not but um i guess probably officer with how everything's going right now. I know a lot of enlisted people are against it, and then a lot of people regret not going officer when they had the opportunity to because as far as the military goes, that's where the money's at. But the, what's the word? The enjoyment you get out of life. What what do you call that? Uh, Like uh, Satisfaction? Yeah, the satisfaction, I don't know, because I've never been an officer, and I know right. they do They do work their asses off, um, but it's more so 
with administration and paperwork and diplomatics right. and for enlisted you kind of evolve into an administration worker once you you get to a higher rank um but for me it would be going from this higher rank and having some type of authority over people and responsibility over people to becoming a butter bar ensign and being like the workhorse and the bitch again yeah i guess it's just a learning experience and I like I just like learning new things, so I just have an open mind of where that leads me. But I have a lot of different goals and different things I want to do with my life, and it really all involves just learning new stuff. Like I I don't have one set job of what I want to do for the rest of my life. I just like I would never have thought that I'd be a submarine pilot. Never, right. never in a million years. And now that I've done that, that just makes me want to be a pilot in the sky and like either helicopter, airplane, whatever it is. I think that'd be really exciting to, to learn how to be an air pilot and then see where that takes you, you know, like sky's the limit and literally the Navy's got good connections and you just see where it goes, man. Yeah. And that was an unfair question because I have no fucking clue what I want to do. <laughs> I just wanted to see what it's hard. What you would say. Yeah. I don't think anybody really does. It is really hard. Like I I envy the people that just know exactly what they want to do because I'm sure their five year goal plan is a lot easier to write up. But for me, mine's just like this spider web of things. And there's no direction except to just scatter and expand and just take yeah. over it all that's okay yeah. i think the people that have all their entire life planned out um is that really what they want or is that what they think that they should be doing i think it's more of that that's hard to say too because you're just taught at such an early age to follow that specific path and right that has to be upbringing Somebody molded them to be that way. Yeah, the worldview involved with it. But hopefully that is exactly what they want to do with the rest of their life. And if it's not, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Here they are, age 40, a doctor, hate people. <laughs> hate their life. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. And people blow their brains out. So I'd rather just go, you know. Swing it. Swing it. Yeah, I have uh, one of the biggest things in my life has been like the fake it till you make it. It is awful. That's an awful way to go. Yeah. But hey, it's worked so far. I mean, I don't think I've ever prepared for anything in my life. And maybe I should. Maybe I'd have better results. But I also like surprising myself even. Mm -hmm. It's like I, whatever comes out of my mouth and just spews out sometimes is even surprising for me. So. I think fake life exciting. I think the mentality to fake it till you make it is good when it's when it's a mental thing. But when you're when you're buying things that are out of your price range and out of your budget, and you're trying to to show that you ball out when really you don't, and oh, your yeah. your bank account says otherwise, that's when the the attitude fake it till you make it kind of backfires on you. But well, that's just being retarded, holding yourself in a manner. 
that like shows that you have this certain stature to you and in that sense faking it till you make it is is a good thing yeah just balling out that's just stupid it really is yeah i mean there are certain things i will 100 percent advocate for buying certain products like for me um my parka for instance is is was a really good purchase uh and now that it's eight degrees with a 40 mile per hour wind out here uh i've got a i've got an ll bean parka hell yeah it cost me a lot of money i mean that was five years ago that's an investment yeah there's certain products that but if if i had the opportunity to buy a gucci belt i i would deny that i do not need a gucci belt i've got a regular belt works just fine yeah drilled some holes in it (laughs) for to make it a little bigger As the years have gone on, but nah, I don't need to fake it that hard. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your plans for this week? You got anything special going on? I'm going to try and finish this book. I've been trying to open these books for the longest time, and I just I just got a, like a whole another box of books. I just got to read them. I just got to open them up because as soon as I open them up, I'm like, wow, this is really good. I yeah. need to just finish it, but... That couch down in the living room is so comfy, you can just get couch locked. And then there goes your day, for real. Take the book with you. Yeah. I Take it on the couch and get locked in there. Um, Rest of the week, yeah. I'm going to do that. We got uh, Martin Luther King Day off tomorrow. Oh, is that tomorrow? Yeah, federal holiday. So ah. our command's really good right now at giving every heavy every federal holiday off which is is great for command climate and just enjoyment of life to give people the time off because they work so hard so i have tomorrow off probably go to the gym a couple times i really don't go to the gym that often anymore i just kind of focus on the recovery and the uh, nutrition aspect of it now yeah that's the biggest part it really to be really honest, I can work out as much as I want, but if I'm eating still like shit, I'm gonna be a little pudgy pie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just how it is. You'd just be a, a strong pudgy pie. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part too is the nutrition. Yeah, there you can. There's so many bullshit diets and every. There's terrible advice out there mm-hmm. is what it comes down to. But and a lot of it's I mean, opinionated and what works for you and uh, correct. What Sarah and I are going to do when we finally move back into de- together is do the uh, the blood work and the the saliva test for uh, 23andMe. And it, oh, yeah. it tests your DNA to see like how you actually react to different things and um, use that information to proceed through our, our healthy lifestyle. But that's only like 120 bucks you can do that for. And it also has like your ancestry connections or whatever. If you're interested in looking at the history of your family, it's got yeah. some of that involved. But I've been thinking for a while of doing that. I just don't want to be linked to any murders, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not that I've committed any, but, you know, you never know. Yeah. I'm totally joking, by the way. I'm not going to kill anybody. Um, but yeah, it, it, yeah, 120 bucks to find out mm-hmm. what all, I mean, does it, it will tell you 
how you respond to different foods and whatnot? Or is that an additional? Um, it might be a, like an extra package or whatever. But once you have that work, you can see like what you're – I'm probably wrong. I'm just spitballing here. But you see like your cholesterol levels and then you can you can backtrack that based off, based off what you've eaten already. Um, how you react to like a plant-based diet or like a, a more heavily protein diet. And I'm sure you can talk to your nearest healthcare provider to expound on that information. But it, it is a good start to see how your DNA reacts because everybody reacts to all these diets that they're putting out there differently. You have your keto diet. You have your Atkins diet. You have plant-based, vegan, paleo, all these other diets people react differently too. So they can be very very helpful for one individual group of people but based off your dna you might not react the same way no that's totally totally true i did keto for like uh i think it was two or three months yeah i was extremely miserable for the first two weeks just was like shitting my brains out i don't know if it was like so much fat intake that was happening or what Uh but i lost 30 pounds in three weeks yeah like it, it was a massive amount of weight um and i felt better mm-hmm. but i just didn't want to keep it up yeah and i guess that's the issue is like taking the extreme measures instead of making it a sustainable right um and habitable lifestyle to where you can just do it without thinking about it like intermittent fasting for me it's a really good way to um keep your insulin levels low throughout the day and then burn off your excess calories from the previous day. And really, I don't even think about eating in the morning for the most part unless I'm with other people because there's so many other things that you can do to stay busy. And if you are staying busy, then you really don't think about eating in my experience. So I just intermittent fast and that that takes away like that lifestyle of counting calories and counting your macro and micronutrients and just, yeah. And just like maybe in the evening during your, your eating window, then you can do all that and lump it all together. And it's, it's less stressful and it's sustainable. So I don't, I don't know if I'm actually intermittent fasting, fasting, but what I do is I eat lunch, but I eat dinner like five, six, sometimes if, if we are doing like spin class at night, it won't be until like eight o'clock, mm-hmm. but then I won't eat lunch until like one o'clock. Yeah. And if I don't have a breakfast, I mean, there's a huge window where I'm not eating. I guess that kind of counts. Yeah. And a lot of people do it just unknowingly too. Um, so you're really not affecting much except to now that, you're actually thinking about it instead of just subconsciously doing it. But intermittent fasting broken down is uh, having a six to eight hour eating window. And then for the rest of that time, you're not eating anything. Um, You're only drinking fluids. And I think those fluids have to be under a certain amount of calories. Uh, Right. But you're sticking to like tea and seltzer water and water, coffee, and not adding anything to those. Obviously, you can't go to Starbucks and 
get one of those unicorn drinks. <laughs> yeah, it is really easy for for a lot of people in this day and age because most people just maximize sleep so they wake up and then they go to their job and they do that and then maybe they work through lunch um or maybe they go out and eat but if you just compact your meals together then it works out in a healthy way yeah i think um i mean you just have to have a period every single day where you're actually hungry yeah i mean that's important you got to have that moment where your stomach's going i need food that's good a lot of people think that they're hungry too and really they're just they need some water in their life oh yeah and people just consume food for for water more often than they should i am a water fiend yeah drink 1.3 gallons a day so half of my weight's probably water yeah if i don't sweat it out you ever go to the sauna yeah saunas are great as much as i can they make me sleepy though yeah it lowers my blood pressure so much so like if i do it in the morning i'll pretty much be a vegetable for the rest of the day so i have to do it like mid-afternoon or afternoon Mm -hmm. because i don't know it just tires me out really yeah i'm so calm if i had a sauna in my house i would use it right before i went to bed like i would sauna take a cold shower go to bed yeah I, d- I definitely think once I get a house, I'm going to have a separate garage and just build my own sauna on top of it with, uh, yeah, get the, the red lights for the red light therapy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I definitely hit the sauna like every day. It's really good for you. No, it really, really is. I just, yeah, I, I did it a couple times. We have a wine membership and they've got a sauna and yeah. like a steam room and everything. But, and I used to go or I try to go every morning. And just sit in the sauna for 20 minutes. And it was just sapping me out. Because mm-hmm. it drops drops my blood pressure so low to where I'm just like, I mean, my heartbeat's like boom, boom, boom. And I'm so calm. And I'll just I'll fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> Next thing I know, it's four. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. There goes my day. So I stopped doing that. No, they're good for you. You release a lot of tox- toxins. Yeah, you do. You're sweating and... I'm sure there's a lot more other, there's a lot of other perks about it, but that's my main concern is just releasing toxins. And I don't know, I feel good when I sweat and and in an environment that uh, allows you to sweat. Like if I'm just sweating consistently throughout the day, then, then I don't like that. But like in a sauna where you're meant to sweat, it's good to sweat. Oh yeah, it feels good to open up your pores and just pull it out yeah and i take cold showers as well i can't those i've i have not taken a warm shower in almost probably a year and a half i commend you for that <laughs> yeah i can't well i mean i'm kind of forced to because if i take a hot shower i don't know my pores open up and allergens get in i, I don't know and my skin does not handle hot showers anymore so i just do a cold one it sucks like it still like I don't like it. Yeah. But once you're in it, you're like psyching yourself up. You're like, whoa, whoa, I'm here. Yeah, let's go. But you just have to jump in. And you feel great afterwards too. Oh yeah. I feel really good. Every time. Every time. Yeah. But in like it's just that moment of shock 
where you're like shallow breaths until that you until you can figure it out. Yeah. And then once you figure it out, you're like, oh shit, I'm a fucking man. Let's go. I'm literally hyping myself up in the shower every time I do it. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. And then I turn her over and get my back, and then it's all over again. <laughs> Restart. And I'm like, <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it's had great benefits. Mm-hmm. Literally. I don't know if it's the cold shock proteins or whatever they that are released but yeah it wakes you right up i try not to do it in the morning though i try i shower at night yeah yeah i think i would need a sauna prior to the cold shower just to like get my body temp up to where i can can stand it but after that just shock your body right after spin class i'll be like sweating my dick off all right 700 calories burned spin class is serious dude it is legit i have a sustained heartbeat of like 160 and above sometimes 189 yeah that's crazy i mean i check my pulse and it's like you're definitely doing work yeah holy shit am i doing work and then i come home and i jump in a cold shower Ooh, nothing better Mm -hmm. nothing better I tell you what, though, that's a dick shriveler. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see him play peekaboo, get in a shower, get in a cold shower. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> we really test out my Anglo-Saxon genes. <laughs> yeah, cold showers, dude. Just try it. Or, you know what You know what I started out with? What? Uh, the, I would start out with, like, a hot slash warm shower and then at the very end i just crank it all the way to the cold Mm -hmm. and just do it just for a second and that is has great benefits as well yeah i heard that somewhere i don't know where i heard it but it's that change that shock is really yeah it's really good for you and close it up your pores so it doesn't get dirt in it as soon as you shower i think that's what it is too i like walk out and I get like Maya spores mm-hmm. in my open pores. Ooh, you didn't know I was a rhymer, did you? <laughs> hey, but Maya spores in my open pores, and then it's an immediate reaction. Yeah. So cold showers all the way for me. They keep your your skin looking tight. It like contracts oh, everything. Yeah. Super tight. It's like a facelift. Yeah. But a full body lift. I got like this little face scrubber. Well, I don't have it. Andrea has this little face scrubber and sometimes I'll use it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Girls get all the cool things. Yeah, they do. I just got an electric toothbrush. Oh, yeah. Did you get I a clip? It. I did not because I don't, I, I wasn't sold on the refill Yeah. thing. I just like the little profile and the sleek design of it. It's very. No, they look know. fucking awesome yeah i like mine get yourself got an oral b electric toothbrushes in general are just dude it's unreal they do the work for you it it makes me excited to brush my teeth yeah like i'm excited i haven't brushed my teeth yet and i've just been itching to brush them Mm -hmm. it's like vibrating and tell me to move over it it does the whole timing thing yeah i think that was a big issue for me it was like i'd probably brush my teeth for like a minute Maybe a minute when I uh, woke up and before I go to bed, maybe after a meal. But 
the Quip toothbrush has you brush it for two minutes and 30 seconds into quarters, quarters of your mouth. And now it's like, you just want it to last longer for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, it's yeah, great. it's turned it into a, a like a crazy ritual. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were supposed to brush your teeth for that long. Me neither. Like, it's a long time. It is a long time. But switching up with the quarters, yeah, this one like vibrates twice to move from this side to yeah. this side, then up and up. And just breaking it up like that, it's pretty fast. It goes by quick. So you do your bottom left and then your bottom right, top right, yeah. top left. I yep. do the same thing. I literally go boop, boop, boop. Same boop, thing every single every day. Time. Yep, same. Damn, great minds think For all those other electric toothbrush users, uh, do you go clockwise or know. counterclockwise? I'm curious how many people do that same thing. I mean, it, it might be like a left versus right hand dominant thing too. Who brushes their teeth with their left hand? That's what I want to know. Psychos? Yeah. The only thing I do with the, my left hand is probably drive. Or jerk off. Can't. Can't do it. Tried it. Yeah. Not a fan. Tried it. Can't do it. Hurts my wrist. <laughs> yeah, weak <laughs> wrists. <laughs> like, just sit on it for 20 minutes? Yeah. Oh, who's this? The Houdini. Oh. Is that what you call it? Yeah. I think that's what it's called, yeah. I don't know. if I, I'm pretty sure if I sat on my hand for 20 minutes, I'd fucking pass out. Yeah. It's pretty um, much all arms after that. You're not even using your yeah. hand. No. Not at all. You're just moving your shoulder. Like. <laughs> not very effective, folks. The topics discussed. Yeah. I'm just wow. like reflecting on that right now, actually. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well. You know, we told you that we were going to bring this hot fire flame every Monday. Every Monday. And if, you, if you didn't believe us, then you should go eat a sock, okay? Eat a dirty sock, because it's coming. We're unstoppable. It was up in uh, Detroit for a, what was it? Red Red Wings? Or is that the hockey team? Yeah. yeah Red Wings and Pittsburgh Penguins. And I got to tell you, that was the most boring game I've ever been to in my life. Really? It was one... Comet Hockey does it better. Yeah, they <laughs> score more. Yeah. Honestly, Comet Hockey does it. But it was Red Wings one to nothing until the third period, the end of the third period, and then they s- scored to tie it up. And I had never seen a uh, sudden death or whatever mm-hmm. before in hockey. And so what they do is they bring three people from the opponent team three people from the home team and they do like a shout out or a shootout first one to score wins of course the penguins won so then we leave we stayed at the uh, motor city casino and hotel so then we went to the casino and uh just lost money yeah and it, and it wasn't fun Damn. i mean it kind of was it, it was a it was a good time i got to see my brother Hang out with him for a little bit. And then uh, Andrea has family right in Canada. So we just brought our passports, hopped over, had lunch at this lumberjack place. And I had me some Canadian bacon. It was a, what do you call those things? They've got the hollandaise. um, Eggs Benedict? Yep. Eggs Benedict with some Canadian bacon on it. Huge portion. Fantastic. Then visited her... I guess it would be her great aunt, her grandma's sister-in-law, but she's Italian, and they're all Italian mm-hmm. up there. Popped up there, 
did that for a couple hours and came back through. On the way back into the U.S., this guy was the most rude asshole I've ever talked to in my entire life. He asked the stupidest questions, and he, he made us pull down our back back window to make sure nobody else was back there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, little do you know, Border Patrol, we had alcohol. <laughs> but, I mean, it was technically asked if we brought any alcohol purchased in Canada, which was correct, and we did not. Yeah. But we did bring, I had a cooler with us when we went to the game, but stacked full of ice cold Coors Light. So there was that. So shout out Border Patrol. I know they're just doing their job, but this guy was rude. As soon as we finished all of his questions, he goes, okay, go. Like that. And then like hands our passports back. I'm like, all right, you rude ass. He's standing out in the cold. No, he's in a booth. Oh, man. They're in booths. You pull up to booths. It's like a toll booth. Yeah, it's just like a toll booth. Yeah, except they got guns and stuff. I've never been to Canada. It's like America, except they say sorry a lot. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, in a boat. <laughs> I live a boat two minutes down the road. Sorry for being here. Yeah, I would love to live in Canada. I'm not gonna lie. If if they let me have guns. Yeah. It's a little chilly up there in the winter, but besides that, it's pretty much the same. Everybody's so nice, though. Yeah. Everyone is so nice. But uh, when you drive through Ontario, it is literally Ohio. Really? It's just Ohio. Yeah. When we went to Niagara Falls, we went up through Canada and drove down the Queens Highway. I think that's what it is, is the Queens Highway, instead of going through Ohio. Because I, I don't really like driving through Ohio. Me neither. Um, <laughs> the troopers there, if you speed, they'll just get you every time, too. Oh, yeah. So I was like, let's just drive through Ontario on our way to New York. That's a different, a change of pace here. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Same thing. It's just Canadian Ohio <laughs> with more expensive gas. Dang. Their their gas is like 4 to $5 a gallon. That's pretty crazy. It's like California. It is silly. It was absolutely silly. But I don't know. I guess that's what you get with free health care. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. And they also have a law because we, we were going to her great aunts and every single person was out shoveling their driveway and sidewalk like everybody it was a scene out of a fucking movie really? like wow this is like this neighborhood is lively everybody's out talking <laughs> to each other and stuff it's because they have a fucking law that you have to clean your driveway and your portion uh, of the sidewalk sidewalk within 24 hours of snowfall wow it's, it's a law keeps down on the uh, injuries and stuff that's exactly what it is because they have socialized medicine. Yeah. So if somebody falls, like you're paying for it, mm -hmm. like through your taxes and whatnot. So yeah, they try to keep that all down. That makes sense. But That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It made for like a nice scene. Yeah. But uh, you heard anything about Virginia? That, that goes on today. <gasps> or no, tomorrow. Sorry. Tomorrow's uh, Monday. I haven't heard much, actually. I know people are talking about it now, but I was meaning to talk about it because um, I do a lot of gun shoots at this uh, private range in Virginia. And just to qualify people on our boat, just we don't have gun right. ranges on base. Um, so we went out there, but I forgot to ask, what's going to happen to them when they start seizing all these assault weapons? That people come in every day and shoot. That governor, Northam, Blackface Northam, he uh, 
They're having a 2A rally tomorrow at the Capitol. And Northam declared a state of emergency and has said that he is banning all weapons from the Capitol. And they've sectioned everything off. But what's going to happen is I'm pretty sure all these these protesters are going to come armed. Uh, most definitely. They're just going to come. So there's going to be a lot of arrests. A lot of shit's going to go down tomorrow. So Tomorrow. Martin Luther King Day. Yep. Yeah. He's sectioned off. They they put up fencing and everything around the Capitol building. It's gonna get it's gonna get weird. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Interesting. We might have a lot to talk about in the next podcast. Yes. We'll see what happens. I think it's idiotic. Absolutely. I don't know. Well, he essentially turned what was gonna be a pretty peaceful protest. Because I mean, let's be fair, people that go out with their guns, like open carrying, mm-hmm. like rifles and whatnot, to a protest, are not looking to cause trouble yeah. because then they're gonna obviously get shot mm-hmm. or arrested. Like they're gonna be extra nice. But now he's saying, "Hey, you're not allowed to carry weapons here," which is unconstitutional, one hundred percent. Yeah, but we'll see. We shall see what happens. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Might have to turn the news on. Yeah. Sticking to that tomorrow. Shit, we might ride at dawn. Yeah. Never know. Guns blazing. I think the show would be over before we even get there. Have you seen uh, 1917 yet? No, I have not. I really want to. Did you see that was all filmed with one take? Did you see that? No, what the I think shit? they filmed that whole thing in one take. I have to double check on that, but I really want to see that. I want to see it in IMAX. It's the only way to see yeah. stuff like that. You're right. It's like a 118 minutes long. I think I'm going to go see it tomorrow. It's a cool era. Shit, I might. World War One. I. I might. Trench warfare. I'm go see it. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal warfare. Yeah. I would just would not want to get stabbed in the neck with a bayonet. I just wouldn't want to deal with like the chemicals that they drop and the chemical warfare involved. Like besides that, having to wear a gas mask sucks. Having to wear an emergency breathing apparatus is awful. Firefighting ensemble, it sucks. But it's hot. Yeah, it's 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 not hot. You can't fucking breathe. It's not fun. Nobody enjoys it. Like, we combat casualties on the boat, and like your first basic course is firefighting. So you get qualified to be a firefighter, pretty much. And you have all these quals that are in your training jacket, and then you you train for combating flooding casualties, hydraulic ruptures, and all this other stuff. But basically, the entire boat is a firefighter. Everybody, really. Yeah, I mean, that's it makes sense because a fire is probably the biggest danger to you down there. It is, is it not. It is. So turn into crispy chicken tender. It's a crazy sight too, like because you'll you'll run drills pretty consistently underway, and I remember we had finished doing these fire drills and other drills, and we were all like eating lunch, so everybody was in cruise mess, sitting 
sitting down eating, and then you have a 1MC and a collision alarm or a general alarm, whatever goes off, and the 1MC went over fire, fire in the machinery room, and like, before they could even get that second phrase out, everybody was outside of cruise mess running down to the machinery room, like, all the food was left, and everybody was gone, and like, there was no cluster of people. It was just like everybody was sitting and then everybody was outside. It was crazy wow. to see the training involved. Like, Yeah, that's how you want it. I mean, that's exactly what you want to happen. It's just second nature for submariners. You know yeah. a submariner by when a casualty goes off and they're the people running to the casualty instead of running away. That's exactly what we need. It's a crazy sight. Well... Look at your timestamp. Yeah, I really gotta use the restroom. I've been crossing my legs. Like, yeah, I gotta. I've, go. I've had a shit since we started. I gotta blow my nose too. God, I'm gonna have to edit a bunch of sniffles out. I'm like super nasally today too. I got this cut yeah. on my tongue. You got a cut on your tongue? Yeah, it hurts. The hell you do? I don't know. It's just a sore, probably from eating salty uh, foods. Just yeah. stay away from salty foods. I had to cut salt out. It was making my blood pressure too high, I think. Yeah. So I just stopped adding salt. And just the the act of not adding salt to things has... Lowered it. Yeah, 100%. I know. I'm perfectly fine now. When I was in dive school, training to be a Navy diver, I would get cramps all the time. Literally all the time. And I couldn't retain water. So for breakfast, I would have this mound of food and fruit and like pancakes eggs whatever they just load you up with food all day because you're training all day so you're burning all those calories and i would literally take the salt shaker and just dump it over everything oh god just to like be able to retain water throughout the day right but besides that i don't really use salt at all yeah yeah thanks for listening everybody yeah it was fun until next time yeah once again if you have any suggestions ab3podcast at gmail.com email us for real be nice to hear from you yeah, if you've like made it this far say. we really appreciate you I appreciate once it once more if you have any questions concerns issues anything harassing doesn't matter email us ab3podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you so far we've had a couple emails uh, but they've only been from our podcast hosting website so none from you guys and we'd love to hear from you so let us know and as always thank you so much for listening to the 2432 podcast with brighton and will have a great week